Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. In this episode, I am going to be talking about Manipura, your solar plexus chakra. And I'm also going to be sharing a guided meditation in this episode to help bring harmony to your Manipura. So just keep listening. Let me tell you where your solar plexus is located in your stomach. Um, The exact location of any of your chakras is completely unique to you. So uh, um, as you probably might, maybe, I mean, actually, like, even my picture, I think, for this podcast is the chakras, like, on top of my body. So you've seen where... um, they're taught like where the locations are but these are approximate locations and they can be a little bit different for each person also when your chakras are not in harmony they can move around and be in an unideal placement i can see this sometimes like right now with my partner actually Uh, i was looking at his chakras the other day and instead of um his solar plexus being stacked underneath his anahata, they're kind of like more next to each other, which is just an imbalance and stuck energy and a disruption. So that's just a signal for him to understand what he needs to be working on to bring that into harmony. But um, sorry, I'm getting really distracted. Well, first somebody just like called me, which is, Anyways, I'm getting really distracted because I'm sitting in a high-rise in Brickell, Miami, looking down at the river, and there is, in the river, this is not a boat, it's like a floating tiki hut, (laughs) it's just like, it's shaped like a hexagon, and it has some kind of straw roof and a motor and there's just like a bunch of people chilling on it i'm so intrigued i really want to take a picture hold up hold up i'm gonna post this in my instagram story Mm. (laughs) i mean this is so interesting okay and let me pause i'll I'll get back to this episode in a second i'm gonna lose my train of thought though (laughs) okay i just took a picture of that interesting hexagon boat thing um, <laughs> there's people like dancing on it and then another boat passed them and there's more people dancing and i went on the balcony to take the picture and they were all like beeping at each other and dancing and having a great time i really love miami miami makes my soul shine i love being here this is my favorite place in the world and I haven't been here in like two years until just the past couple of weeks so it's been nice to be back um yeah so let me get back into Manapura Manapura healing Manapura harmony um basically your solar plexus it is located near your stomach near your tummy it is above your svadhisthana above your sacral chakra and below your heart your anahata so the exact location might be a bit different than you if you want to tune into it maybe just um let's try it together just sit 
comfortably, quietly, close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths. Now start to feel in that location where your solar plexus is, start to feel some fire, some hot, warm energy, like a little sun burning inside you in the most beautiful, comfortable way. And imagine a light there. Your light can be any shade of yellow, yellow, gold, bright, sunshiny light just a ball of energy and <clears throat> try to see your own try to tap into it and look at your solar plexus this um, looking at energy gets easier with practice it gets easier as your chakras come into better harmony and as you open your third eye really your ajna your third eye being able to tap into it and open it is how you will be able to see energy because it comes from that sight, that non-physical ethereal sight. So it's seeing what is there energetically. And a lot of people yeah, can tap in and out of this and you don't have to. It just takes practice. Anyone can do it, and you can do it too, so just keep practicing. But it's easier to see your own energy, or at least just like see it in your mind's eye and imagine it, um, which is, you know, seeing it. Because <laughs> uh, all your imagination comes from your third eye, and it all comes from your higher power and the universe, and anything in your head is real, but let me get back to man and Pura, man and Pura harmony. So you might notice as you're trying to picture and feel and imagine your solar plexus, it might be more difficult for you to feel that sunshine and see that light. Maybe it's not shining so bright. Maybe you're operating from a deficient Manipura. Um, or maybe you can really feel it, like you're feeling really sunshiny and it's really bright and really hot. And it could even be feeling really hot, like on fire in an uncomfortable way, or it might be excessive and you're just burning and it's too big and it's, and it's really overpowering that energy because your menopora is your masculine sun energy. And yeah, an excessive of masculine energy can be really aggressive and angry and strong in a harmful way where a deficient can be really weak and lazy and just uh, let's talk more about this so when your manapura your solar plexus is in harmony you are confident you're a confident person um, you can you feel confident you feel like you're able to create your desires you can put the work in you're motivated to put the work in you you have motivation you have willpower you're able to harness your power in productive ways so everyone has power and we decide 
where we take this energy, this power that is within all of us and flowing through each and every one of our chakras. Um, this power is harnessed through the confidence, motivation, and willpower of your Manipura, your solar plexus. So the direction that this goes comes from how confident you are. If you're not confident, you lack confidence, you don't believe in yourself. Maybe you're also lazy and you're not motivated because you don't think that you're going to you're going to be great. You don't believe in yourself. So you don't really try hard to do anything because you don't think you can do it anyways. And it's really a difficult mindset to get out of, but it comes from disharmony in your muladhara. I mean, sorry. In your manipura. Your muladhara is your root chakra. I just misspoke. I'm talking about menopora, solar plexus, your confidence, right? So yeah, like if you don't have any confidence, you don't have any willpower, the strength, the motivation, the energy needed to get these things done, that masculine, um, more structured energy where in your svarishthana, your sacral chakra, you tap into your feminine energy and you're able to create um, more abstractly. So you're creating all these ideas and discovering all your desires. And then in your with your masculine energy, you're able to actually follow through and create those things. So they're more just like ideas and ethereal and flowy and with your feminine. You're, you're in your creation where you're coming up with these great big things you want. And then it takes your masculine energy to be motivated to put the work in to create them for yourself. So if you're a bit excessive and your disharmony is flowing in the other direction where it's just too open, too much of this energy, too fiery, um, you might be overly confident, which isn't helpful <laughs> because when you're overly confident, you make way more mistakes. You don't see what you that you're doing something that you maybe sh that isn't maybe beneficial to what you want to do and you're not open to collaborating with other energies or people and being overly confident and overly powerful where you put your own power and desires and maybe you're you're um, creating harm for the environment, for other people, maybe even for yourself, trying to like push and create stuff, but like not doing it in a very aligned, harmonious way. So when being overly excessive can also cause just as much pain, trauma, disharmony as being completely lacking confidence and power and not being able to express that. So another really important aspect of your menopora is relaxation. Just relaxing. Can you relax? Can you let yourself just like not do anything? Just sit in the sun, relax, calm down, clear your mind, not be on your phone, not be even like reading something or talking to somebody or just... I mean, I was like, not that those things are bad. I mean, whatever is relaxing to you, do you allow yourself? Like, do you allow yourself to? Because there's two extremes, right? Like, 
there's never allowing yourself to relax at all never um where like you just like don't allow yourself to relax um, you're always working or always doing something and always trying to be productive or when you get like too hardcore the other way and you think you're being like really spiritual when you're like okay I'm never gonna watch TV I'm never gonna do anything but sit and meditate and I can never watch an hour of reality TV show because that would be counterproductive but those things can be relaxing, so you kind of have to find a middle where, like, you allow yourself to indulge in these, like, guilty pleasures, and you allow yourself to actually relax and not worry about what you're doing and just kind of go with the flow and lay down and treat yourself to a massage, treat yourself to whatever feels good for you, whatever allows you to relax. So relaxing really affects your menopause harmony. And physically... This, this chakra is in your stomach, so gut health, gut health is extremely important. The state of your gut will directly affect all. Gut health is a whole topic on its own. I could focus all of my energy on gut health instead of the chakras, and honestly, you could probably find podcasts and YouTube channels and books and all kinds of information about gut health if you don't know anything about it already. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to really go into it because I don't know any solid, uh, factual ways to explain it. I'm very intuitive about my health and my physical health. And I do things on purpose like eating fermented foods and drinking kombucha and just being mindful about what I'm putting in my body. Um, another thing that your menopora deals with is toxins. So anything toxic will affect your menopora's harmony. Any toxins in your environment. So this is really important to pay attention to what you're buying and the labels on your ingredients. So this is anything you buy. Anything you go to the store and purchase. Like know what it's made out of. Everything. Your clothes, like the different fabrics in your clothes, like where were they made? What's on your clothes? How, like, what's it made out of? Your furniture, even. What is it made out of? Like, what materials went into it? Are they harmful? Are they full of toxins? Because a lot of them are. Um, a lot of toxins just live in our environment, especially if you live in the United States. A lot of countries, like in Europe, have laws against these things. But in the United States, our government cares more about business profits than the health of people. And also, <laughs> uh, the health of people is purposefully not good because the medical industry is a business and not actually to help people. But that's a whole another topic. Um, gosh, that just sidetracked me. Oh, yeah, toxins. So, toxins. What ingredients are in your cleaning products? Seriously, what are all the ingredients? Like, understand what everything you're spraying on yourself, your beauty products, your perfumes, air fresheners, candles even. Um, where was your, like, incense and essential oil made? Not all are equal. Not all are completely natural and healthy. 
Um, your food is so important. Are you actually eating real food or are you eating like weird processed ingredients that used to be something that reflected <laughs> something natural, but now it's like this refined thing. Like there's so many, so many weird, so much weird shit. And like the deeper and deeper you get, like soy lechen isn't it? I don't think I'm saying, I think it's like lecithin. It's in everything, but it's not, it's horrible for you. And it's like, a hormone disruptor and it's just like in everything it's in everything um there's just so much like what just like I'm not here to tell you right and wrong when it comes to ingredients and like what you should be avoiding because like you should really be avoiding those things if they're not from a whole food natural source but just look at these labels on your food on your cleaning supplies, on your beauty products, on just anywhere where it tells you the ingredients. And before you put something in your body, on your home, like in your home, before you put anything in your environment, understand what it is. Just know what it is. I'm not here to tell you like this is good or bad. I'm here to just tell you, do your own research, look at these ingredients, and find out what they are and then you decide do you really want to be eating that or spraying that onto your skin or just these toxins are affecting the harmony of your menopora they're affecting your confidence they're affecting your gut health they're affecting your willpower your motivation to do anything and your ability to relax um and toxins Toxic things in your environment, this also extends to people. People can be so toxic, especially family. Family can be the most toxic because they don't even, sometimes they don't even try. They're like, oh, I'm family. I don't know. Um, this is also a whole different topic on its own, but just toxins, toxic people, toxic products. Try to cut as many toxins as you can out of your life. It's really hard to cut people out of your life, but at least set, setting up boundaries. Like when you can't completely cut somebody or something out of your life, set up boundaries. You know, eat less of those preservative-filled snacks that you love. Don't like throw them out altogether. Just like eat less of them. Or be with toxic people, especially family. Um, it's easier to like... Everyone can be toxic on some level, but you know some people are just really bad for you, bad for your energy, bad for your, your mindset, and like the things they say, their opinions, what they talk about, the way they talk to you just brings you down and brings you, just makes everything worse. Uh, you know those people. Um, but you, what you can do is, if you don't want to just completely cut them out of your life is set up boundaries and have when they start talking about something that you know the way what they're gonna say is like gonna be shitty don't talk about that topic with them just tell them I don't want to talk about this with you and hopefully they respect that there's just some ways like you can mildly cut off toxicity if you feel like you can't completely cut ties with somebody like if you live with them or either you're there's just this is a whole topic of its own. But, yeah, those, I think, are the basic energies 
subjects affected by and affecting the harmony of your solar plexus. Um, and I was promising you a guided meditation, so I want you to find some sunshine. And if you're listening to this at night, just like wait until tomorrow to take this guided meditation. Just pause it, save it, come back to it tomorrow because we need sunshine for this meditation. We're tapping into the sun. We're going to photosynthesize a bit, so try to go outside if you can. You can sit by a window if that's easier um, <laughs> or if you're unable to go outside right now. Just sit in the sun. Start breathing longer and slower. Feel the sun on your face. Allow the warmth to create a smile. You can keep your eyes open or close them, up to you. We're inhaling the energy of the sun. And as we exhale, we're exhaling and letting go of what we're using the sun to burn. The fire of the sun cleanses so that we can start anew. So as you exhale, let go, release things, toxins, your lack of confidence, what's holding you there. Release these things holding you back. Every inhale, we're inhaling the sun, the warm, solar, blissful energy, allowing the sunshine to fill us up, burn away what no longer serves us as we exhale the ashes of what once was holding us back. Feel the warmth, not only on your skin, but inside you, filling up your center with warm, comfortable fire, filling you up with the motivation, the willpower, and energy that you need to create what you desire. Tapping into your masculine energy, allowing yourself to form some sort of structure in order to bring your abstract desires into the light, into life. 
breathe in the sun. Feel the warmth. Begin to visualize the next project you are going to undertake, the next work you are going to get done and create, the work that you want to do that brings you passion and fills you with fire and brings you into the life that you desire. Inhale the sun, the solar energy, photosynthesize and turn this sun into energy, into motivation. Breathe and visualize yourself excitedly doing the work that you want to be doing. Visualize the outcome. What did you create? What did you accomplish? Feel it, see it, smell it, taste it. Reach out and touch it because it is yours if you can think it if you can feel it and desire it in your mind you're already halfway there and once you tap into your solar plexus your manapura energy you can bring it into your physical reality anything anything You can continue to visualize for as long as you want. But whenever you're ready, take your last few deep inhales of the sun, filling yourself up with its warm solar energy fueling your desires, motivating you, filling you with power to do what you want to do and return to your present. I hope you feel confident to take this feeling, this energy that you've just created and immediately going right now, if you can, Start working on that project you were envisioning. Ready, set, go. Just start. I'm going to end this podcast right now. Um, If you want to learn more about healing your chakras with yoga, I'm writing an ebook for you, and it's going to be free for a limited 
amount of time. So reach out to me on Instagram at Sage Chakra Yoga and I will send you a copy. Remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to the universe, and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste.